Welcome to the best of sold-out sports talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Today's show will feature interviews with Caleb Castile of the movie Woodlawn and a two-time national champ with Alabama football and former Florida State quarterback and Fox Sports broadcaster Chris Ricks. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports 365 days a year. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, here's Roman Gabriel III. Uh, this young man, newcomer Caleb Castillo, they've been talking about his uh, rendition of Tony Nathan in the movie Woodlawn. If you want more information, go to Woodlawn the movie. Uh, Caleb Castillo is with us. Caleb, how are you? Hey, guys, doing super well. Thanks for having me. Hey, I'm fired up to have you, man. What's it like to uh, put on the uniform and uh, put your head in there and uh, play a little football? Man, it was great, man. I We had a lot of fun making this movie. Uh, I think it was something that, uh, you know, taught me a lot of lessons and uh, also something that uh, just kind of made me a better person overall, just to kind of dive in the story and, uh, learn, uh, you know, who Tony was and about uh, more about the city and different things like that. So we got a lot of things going on in this film, Caleb. Uh, we've got we've got uh, you know obviously football at, at the center, which is the world's most popular sport. We've got Alabama in the early seventies with racial segregation. We've got a high school football team coming together through segregation, which uh, which my generation, my wife's generation, went through that right where I'm from in Wilmington, North Carolina. She was a first graduating class uh, in a similar situation and told me about all the struggles and what came with that. So what was it about this role and about this opportunity that turned you on? Well, I think that for, for me it's uh – it was a story that, you know, I grew up in Birmingham a majority of my life. And so for me to be able to uh, step into a story that took place in my own backyard was super special to me. And um, I think it was awesome to be able to play a, a, a somewhat of a hero, I would say, uh, in my in Birmingham and a legend of Alabama. And um, so I, I think for me it was just, an honor to be able to play this role. Um, it was cool to be able to step back into the football pads for a little bit also. Caleb Castillo is with us. He plays Tony Nathan in the movie Woodlawn. And, uh, you know, reading a little bit about you, Caleb, uh, you said it. You know, growing up in Alabama, first of all, in the SEC, Alabama football, and, of course, at the time where you play Tony Nathan, you know, that was, you know, Bear Bryant was as close to – uh, uh, not being sacrilegious, but to a football god as there could be in terms of coaches and, and history and success. And, of course, you have family members that played at Alabama. Is that right? Well, I myself played at Alabama uh, from 2010 to 2013 with Coach David. I uh, won two national championships there. And my brother, uh, both my older brothers and my father also played at the University too. So um, it's kind of uh, in our in our blood or in our family, I would say. Tell me about acting with people like Sean Astin, who plays uh, a man who is impacted by a revival and and really 
has the courage to share his conviction and share what needs to be done for things to change with this group of young men. And then also playing alongside one of the great actors, Academy Award winning actors, John Voight, who took on Bear Bryant. Well, both of those guys are just absolutely, absolutely professional in every aspect of how they uh, operate on a daily basis on set. It was just, you know, absolutely incredible to be able to see, to be able to be around them, to be able to just be coached by them uh, in and out of teams. And so for me as a young guy coming in, still to you know, didn't have any film experience. I was just soaking up every single bit of uh, what I could get from those guys just to be able to give the performance that I needed. Caleb Castillo here with us, former Alabama Crimson Tide. And, um, Caleb, you know, one of the things that people say about sports and about faith-based movies in the past was, well, sometimes the acting wasn't as good as it should have been, or sometimes the action, you know, if it was portraying football or a sport, wasn't quite up to snuff. Uh, but the Irwin brothers have really come a long way. I've heard them speak. Uh, I've been around a lot of Christian filmmakers. I'm one myself. And we all, as Christians, want to see us do it the way Jesus would do it, which is to compete with the world and to show people out there that Christian films and documentaries and television programs can be technically, and in an acting standpoint, up to the world standards. Tell me about the football part of this movie, being a former football player, and what audiences can expect in terms of the quality of the football scenes. Well, the football is just in your face, man. It, it, it takes the audience and places you right into the game. I think it's the, one of the most incredibly shot uh, football films that is out, honestly. Um, John and Andy had a vision and a plan, along with our sports coordinator, Mark Ellis, uh, to create scenes um, to where the audience felt like they were inside the play. So, if you look at football, it's shot from the outside in. Uh, when you watch on TV, you know, if you're in the stadium, it's all created that way. Spectator sport. But what they wanted to do was take the spectator and put them inside of the play. So all of our shots are shot from the inside out. So that's what gives the audience a feel that they're in the game, um, that they're making the runs with me, that, you know, they're seeing me sweat. They're seeing the pain on my face when I'm getting hit, you know, those bone-crushing tackles or, uh, you know, they're seeing the handoff like as if they're taking the handoff. So it's, it's we're to the audience to put them right in the game. It's awesome. And uh, I think that it just makes this film unique. Caleb Castillo with us uh, played running back touchdown Tony Nathan in the movie Woodlawn. And, um, Caleb, you know, one of the things that, touched my heart about this film and other films like it in terms of faith, family, and sports films is, you know, when I was in college football back in the early 70s, you know, we had a group of about 40 guys on our team that, that made a difference uh, as Christian athletes. We weren't just committed to football players, but we were committed to our school, committed to making a difference in people's lives. And when I saw 
that more than 40 players on the entire team in this film you know, are the ones that make the difference. It just took me right back to my college football days. Many of my friends are evangelists. Many of my friends are pastors. Many of my friends are working in sports ministry. And to be involved in sports ministry and to see where we've come, uh, I think I read an article where you said that history repeats itself. And, you know, we were dealing with faith-based things and, and how prevalent that was in everyday life. And now we see articles where they're stopping teams from doing high school prayers before games, stopping parents from praying in the stands. Um, where are you on that, and how do you feel about where we're going with that? Well, I think that um, you got to look at all the issues that these schools are having, uh, whether it's the shootings or whether it's the policemen coming in and having to dissolve situations with the students or uh, whatever it may be. And you, you, you look at how they, they can prayer out of most schools and I think prayer is something that's positive. I think prayer brings healing. I think prayer brings peace. And so um, am I forcing that on anyone? No, but, you know, I'm just uh, I'm saying that from what it's done in my personal uh, experience of, uh, and, and, and in my life. And, um, I, you know, for me, I just think that those are things that we need now, especially in our younger generation. We need peace. We need to learn how to forgive. Uh, and we need to learn how to love. So um, I'm all for it, man. You know, final moments with Caleb Castillo from Woodlawn playing Tony Nathan. And uh, this film has so much going for it. You know, I've talked to a lot of my friends who are involved with FCA and involved with a lot of other things going on out there where they've had these get-togethers on college and high school campuses, on football fields, showing the film outside, how this film is changing lives. And in about one minute, Caleb, how will going to this film possibly alter or change or help you change someone else's life? Well, I just think the film speaks for itself. And I think one of the most powerful things uh, that we have is testimony. This film is filled with so, so many testimonies of how uh, people just allowed the love of Jesus Christ to penetrate their lives and, and change them from the inside out. So I think that, I think it's as simple as that. And, you know, when you turn on the, on the film and you watch it, I think it'll make you just ask questions, you know what I mean? It'll make you uh, analyze your life and your thought process and, uh, whatever, you know, I, I think wherever your, your flaws are, are based on what you see in the film, it will, it will make you, it'll make you think about those things. And, um, it's an inspiring film and it's a family film and, uh, it's a motivating film. And I think it's, it's just, it's a special film overall that, um, I'm just so grateful to be a part of. Caleb, about 20 seconds. What was the toughest part of shooting the football part of this for you? Oh, man, toughest part of shooting the football for me was definitely those rain scenes, man. Uh, people don't know it gets cold in Alabama. And <laughs> we were shooting those rain scenes in about 24, 23, uh, somewhere in there, degrees, and, you know, we're trying not to literally freeze, you know, so... Uh, that was tough. 
Well, the good news, Caleb, is that we know when we watch the film that you suffered a little bit, and that's what football is all about. So appreciate you coming into right. Sold Out Sports Talk, Caleb, and all the best with continuing your career and with Woodlawn. You're listening to a best-of edition of Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with former Florida State quarterback and Fox Sports broadcaster Chris Ricks. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Coming in tonight on Sold Out Sports Talk, we love to have quarterbacks in. Hey, guess why? Uh, one of our one of our favorites right here, former Florida State quarterback, 2000. Uh, well, let's put it this way: he's the only FSU guy to start four years for Bobby Bowden. One of our favorite coaches had a stint with the Chargers. Uh, now working for Fox Sports, has been doing it quite a while. Sideline as well as NFL and college football and radio as a regular guest on several shows out there. But uh, love to have this guy and Chris Ricks with us, former FSU Seminole. How you doing, my friend? Roman, I am doing well. It's a pleasure to be on your show. All right, let's let's get down to business. First, first of all, there aren't many Filipino quarterbacks that have played in the NFL. My dad was the first one. <laughs> uh, I found out we were talking before we came on the air tonight that you've got Filipino blood, Irish blood. It's like it's like we're kin almost. You know what I mean? And that's right. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, my uh, my mother Theda was uh, Filipino. Uh, rest her soul. She passed away from cancer when I was seven years old. But uh, very proud of of our Filipino heritage. Uh, love my big family, as I know you've got a, probably a big Filipino family as well. And I've always taken a lot of pride in that. And it was really in, in college where my family let me know about the great Roman Gabriel. And uh, even playing in the ACC, Florida State and NC State, uh, I got to learn a little bit more about uh, your father and your family. And uh, I've always tried to, to represent that well. Being uh, like you said, not many Filipino uh, quarterbacks in past history. All right, now you have a son, Luke Roman. I know what Luke's all about: biblical in Roman, biblical. <laughs> but uh, you know that's pretty cool, really cool. I, I always love to hear, love to hear. Uh, you know, I've met some people over the years that Roman's been a part of their son, our son's name, and that's awesome, just awesome. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I actually like Roman for the first name of our of our firstborn son. That was my thought. But my wife really liked the name Luke. So as you know, marriage is, is uh, always a, uh, a compromise and an improv- improvisation. So um, uh, we settled on Luke Roman. And yes, it was, uh, you know, my heart and our heart behind it was biblical. But then as we started sharing with our family, uh, mostly the Filipino family, most of my uncles uh, were talking about, oh, Roman after Roman Gabriel, right? And yeah. uh, so that was really neat. It really became... Uh, not just 100% biblical, but it became more 75% biblical and, and 25% uh, for Roman Gabriel. So uh, it, was a, it was a neat story and uh, really funny how all my uh, Filipino side didn't think it was for uh, the great apostle Luke but, or uh, Roman, but they were thinking Roman Gabriel. Well, I tell you, you know, you played for one of the great college football coaches and great men in the game. Um, I got to know Bobby Bowden years ago covering the ACC back in the mid-'90s. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, one of the things that impresses me most about Florida State players, former players, is whenever you talk to them, uh, they talk so much about the influence that Coach Bobby Bowden had on their life, and, and I'm sure that that's probably true yeah. for you as well, right? Absolutely. 
I mean, first of all, for the opportunity he gave me and, and a scholarship to attend Florida State University, you know, I wasn't very deserving. You know, I was a, I was a good player, but uh, I know there was a lot better players out there that uh, he could have recruited. And uh, for him to say this is the first really scholarship offer from the state of California that I've done, because as you know, he, he really just had to stay in the South, in Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, Louisiana. Um, you know, I didn't quite get it at the time, but um, was very grateful for the opportunity. Mark Rick uh, was also heavily recruiting me uh, through that process at Florida State. So the combination of, of Bobby Bowden and Mark Rick really led me to, uh, to go there and the fact that, that they won the national championship my senior year. So I thought it was just for football, uh, you know, just being a, a young, you know, lost high school kid. But uh, I learned that it was a lot more than that. Uh, hearing his, him start every meeting with a message of faith and salvation and then uh, telling me about VFCA, as he called it, and I didn't know what VFCA was, <laughs> and finding out, uh, you know, about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and um, just a different environment than, than I kind of grew, grew up in. And uh, hearing guys like Deion Sanders and Peter Bulware and Corey Simon and Charlie Ward, all these guys coming back and talking about their faith, it, it made a huge impact uh, on me and really started the, the faith process for me. So Coach Bowden, uh, as you know, for many former players, has uh, made such a big impact. He's, he's one of my heroes. And my second son is actually named Bobby uh, oh, Robert awesome. after, after Coach Bowden. Chris Ricks is with us, former Florida State quarterback, and uh, had a stint with the Chargers, now Fox Sports, covering college and professional football. And he also, uh, well, this this is what you and I have in common as well. I served, of course, uh, four years with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Kansas and Arkansas. You are working yeah. with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Southern California, so what a great, great opportunity for you to uh, serve out in SoCal. That's awesome. Yes, uh, my wife Anita and I have been on staff with FCA now going on seven years. Uh, February will be, uh, will be our seven-year mark. And, uh, again, just FCA made an impact on me in, in college at Florida State, started that, that faith journey for me, got me plugged in, uh, you know, to a church uh, and into uh, Champions for Christ with Pastor Ron Miller there at Florida State. So uh, it impacted my life, and then coming back years later, uh, speaking at some schools in Southern California, the opportunity presented itself to come on staff as a director here in Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, obviously with the combination of ministry and sports, two of my biggest passions, uh, passions and then the fact that uh, I was involved in college, it was something that God was calling us to do. So it's, uh, it's been a privilege. We're on about 95 campuses in wow. Los Angeles County. And uh, still very in its infant stages, but um, it, it's a blessing and a privilege to be a part of the ministry here in California, and specifically in Los Angeles, where uh, more and more of the gospel is needed. Well, uh, you know, we started with FCA, and it gave us the vision to start our own ministry called Sold Out Youth Ministries, and then to start our network, the Facebook yeah. Programming Network. So, so many of the lessons learned, so many of the training opportunities and just the opportunity to share the gospel in public schools was was such an incredible field. So uh, awesome that you're involved with uh, not only college and professional sports, but able to reach out to junior high and high school students. And it's so needed today. So uh, congratulations with that. That is totally cool. Uh, the other thing I was going was gonna to say about um, college football today is, is that 
you know, there's such an opportunity on colleges' campuses. I, I know you've probably noticed that um, things have changed on college campuses in terms of uh, openness to the gospel. I mean, when I was in college, yeah. it was a different thing. And I know even when you were in college, it's changed since then. So getting to the kids in junior high and high school is so, so important to develop that spiritual foundation, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I wish I had something like like FCA or something like that before college. I wasn't introduced to a fun, engaging sports ministry like FCA until college, until Florida State. Uh, I, I guess I kind of grew up in the church, but uh, I was, as you know, one of the, uh, what they call the CEO Christian, right? Christmas and Easter only. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe Mother's Day to honor my mom, um, but, uh, you know, really didn't grow up in the church. So uh, to have that kind of um, environment and atmosphere uh, in college was great, but, man, if I could have had that in high school, let alone middle school, uh, it would have impacted me even earlier, and, and I would have made some different decisions. So uh, to be able to connect with these high school students, these middle, uh, middle school students, it is invaluable. Because as we see, when you get to college, you're, you're kind of set in your own way. Yes, you're a young adult, but uh, not only have you kind of set your ways and your habits throughout high school, but uh, and now you're even more open to be indoctrinated by uh, the college ad- agenda and the professors and what they're telling you. So uh, it, it's uh, definitely strategic, thankful for, the, uh, uh, for the, the model and the opportunity that SDA provides for us to come on the high school campuses, the middle school campuses, plant seeds of faith and encouragement um, as these young people are really molding who they're going to become, not just when they're husbands and, and fathers and wives and mothers, but even as college students. Chris Ricks is with us, Florida State quarterback, and, of course, uh, working for Fox Sports, covering college and NFL football. And uh, about a minute left, before I let you go, um, things becoming very interesting in the college football playoff rankings. We came into the week with Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, Louisville, Washington, Wisconsin, those top seven teams. Of course, things changed with a big shakeup last week when you had Ohio State and Michigan losing. Clemson yeah. losing, uh, but Louisville's loss on Thursday night really throws another wrench in, right? It does, Roman, and as we notice, every year, those Thursday night games, uh, something crazy always happens. I remember at Florida State, we're ranked number three uh, in 2003, and uh, we go up to Clemson and on a Thursday night, well, we get upset. Uh, and actually, speaking of Louisville, in 2002, we went up to Papa John Stadium Thursday night, it's a monsoon. It's raining. We get upset. So uh, I experienced it as a player and, and now as an analyst for the past 12 years. Uh, those Thursday night games very rarely go as planned. And we saw it again this past Thursday night uh, with Louisville and Houston. So uh, they're always fun to watch. But uh, whether it's a trap game or it's the atmosphere or, or just that Thursday night jinx, uh, the, the favorite uh, very often gets upset. And we, we saw it again. So you have to uh, credit Coach Herman that the job he continues to do at Houston and uh, the target on Lamar Jackson and, and Louisville's back. So, you know, th- they're still going to make a, a great bowl game, and who knows what can happen over the next few weeks. But, you know, that essentially has taken them out of the national championship. Now it's going to be who's going to you know, who's gonna finish this thing. You know, who's going to stop believing all their, their own press and own a hype like we've seen with Ohio State and, and Michigan, uh, even Washington last week, and now Louisville. 
But this is why we love college football, right? And that's why they play the game. And it's really a, a matter of the survival of the fittest and who's going to be in that, that top four at the end. So it's always fun to watch, and these next few weeks are going to continue to be exciting. Chris, about 10 seconds. Who do you like for the Heisman? Is this, is this going to be a big blow, uh, Louisville's loss uh, and Lamar Jackson? You know, I think he's done enough. As long as he finishes strong, we see every year the winners at least has one or two games where they're not at their best. So I think he's still done enough. If he doesn't have another game like he did on Thursday and finishes strong, I still like Lamar Jackson to win the Heisman. Chris Ricks, former Florida State quarterback. Uh, you can find him on Fox Sports covering college football, NFL football, always involved with football, and, of course, FCA in Southern California. Chris, God bless you. hope you'll come back to see us before the end of the year. Thanks for your time today. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.